nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gavort and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl Nay. How's everything been going? Pretty good. Same old, same old work. Trying to get into school still. I finally made some progress on that, but yeah, still running into a few. Pain in the butt. I'm going to get it done. No, I'm going to get it done. Hopefully, I can finally start. I think I'll be a couple of days late because classes started yes on Monday. So I'll be a couple of days late for registration if I can get it done. But good news is that it's only a year master's program. So if I can get started now, that means I'll be done by the end of the year. That's cool. Yeah. What are you going back for? Just to get my MBA. Okay. What about yourself? Uh, nothing. Just work. Dealing with the same regulatory BS, but <laughs> um, that's about it. And yeah, counting down to spring as always. All right. Well, we can go ahead then and jump into this week's hot topics. I'm going to start with the quick hitters and then kind of move into the heavier topics. So Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer announced that he is retiring. That's kind of sucks on one end just because he is one of the liberal only. I think there's only three liberal judges now. So he is one of the only three or four, maybe I think it's only three liberal judges um, on the Supreme Court. But the good news in that is that this is Biden's chance to uphold one of his campaign promises, which was to nominate a black woman as a Supreme Court justice. Hopefully we get a young progressive black woman as a justice, because obviously we need a young we need someone young for sure, because the ones that Trump brought in, what the last couple of ones have been the youngest members of Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. and it's a lifelong membership. So as of right now, it's going to lean more conservative for a very long time. So hopefully we get some more young progressive voices in there. Um, so that's that's what this is a chance for. So hopefully we get that going. In sad news, Regina King's son did pass away from suicide. Our prayers and condolences goes out to her. Um, I saw the thing with Vivica A. Fox on her show um, where she said that Regina King reached out to her and she went there and Regina said that she hears everybody's um, text and prayers and everything like that. And she's thankful for that. I could only, I, I just... I mean, you can't even imagine having that type of loss. And, you know, we we saw every red carpet she would bring her son with her, how much she loved her son, how much he loved her. It's just, you know, suicide is so complicated. Depression is so complicated because you just never know how hard someone's being affected or how hard, you know, someone's being hit. Because with depression, a part of it that a lot of people who face depression hide it you know what I mean like you you get so good at hiding the pain that you're really in so 
just prayers and condolences to her and her family yeah that was so hard like such sad news and then saying Vivica that was just so heartbreaking absolutely 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 also in other news I guess in brighter news um Jeannie Mai and Jeezy they announced that they did indeed have a baby girl that they named Monaco it was after the city in which they first decided to start a family which I think is pretty cool um oftentimes I think when people name their babies after like cities I often think that that's one of the reasons either where they first met first said I love you something like that is why they choose a city name so I think it's yeah, I that was like one of our naming conventions, but June was like, my husband, no. Jesus <laughs> 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 <This is> Christ. <laughs> Trying to pay homage over here, but okay. <laughs> yeah, love it. That's dope. Um, <laughs> I can imagine, though, too, that he was like, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I mean, it, it flowed so perfect, but yeah. Oh, hater. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So also, quick news. Adele, she she did an Instagram live video where she announced that she was, I think, so from what I've read, it was initially that she was postponing her Vegas re- residency. It was the day before you know, that she was supposed to start shows that she said that she was postponing it due to COVID. But now I've seen a couple of reports flying around that say it may actually all around just be canceled just because she was having a hard time with the show coordinator, with sound. All, there's all kind of rumors flying around. So I'm not 100% sure. All I would say is if you purchased a ticket or something for for it, I would I would be looking to see if I can get a refund because I just want to be my cash thank you because I don't know you know it's just sounding real sketchy right now so I mean uh, I can understand but yeah, yeah. So. but why agree to do it though that's what I don't get because I'm just like there's certain even though even though I'll say this Celine Dion has managed to do a Vegas residency and you know people love it but i just think when i think of vegas residency i think of like a show you know what i mean and adele just really don't give that type of show you know what i mean she don't dance she don't she's just a singer with the mic which is which is not a bad thing don't get me wrong but i'm just saying people go to vegas because they want usher you know the experience that usher is giving or the experience that katie perry is giving so i don't i don't know how she thought it would work and I think and they already say she gets an anxiety anyway about performing so I just feel like why put that pressure on yourself I was gonna say then what every if it's not every night it's probably the majority of the week that you perform so it's yeah especially if you have anxiety that's just a bad spot to be like a residence is like maybe a concert where, where like bro you have to be like yeah, I don't Yeah, that's weird. Weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, like I said, if you brought a ticket, you may want to be looking for that refund. <laughs> yeah. 
So let's go ahead and jump into some of the bigger hot topics this week. I want to start with this one I just saw kind of pop across the timeline because I feel like it's a quick topic um, because it's not surprising to me. John Leguizamo, he is a Latino actor. I most know him. I mean, I've seen him in a couple of different roles, but I think everybody will recognize him as the voice of Sid from Ice Age. He recently sat down where he did an interview and he says that he avoids going in the sun so that he can stay light skinned for his role to get roles. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I want to look him up so I know exactly who you're talking about now. Exactly. For me, it's. I don't think it's that because it's like. I don't know. I just. Sir. Just say you a white past Latino and just move on and just like I think that's one of those things that didn't have to be said and it makes you look crappy almost like and I get it like just looking him up like he's from Colombia and stuff like that so I get it but at the same time it's just like I don't know like you ain't got to play into the colorism but I, it's Hollywood as well. I I just it's kind of creepy yeah yeah like I agree with you in that I just don't feel like I don't understand why it needed to be said I'm not I wasn't surprised at all by it um like you said he is very much a white passing Latino and he kind of leans in on that so I'm not surprised at all by what he said and like you said that's Hollywood um, a lot of Latinos and Latina actresses have said that, um, and we've seen it. We just when you look at, if you look at Telemundo and all of the different channels, it's very rare that you see a dark-skinned Latino or Latina woman. It's very rare that you see an Afro-Latina on Telemundo or something like that. It's always a fair-skinned, light-skinned, white-passing Latino or Latina. Uh, Latino or Latina. I think it's the term might be Latinx. I'm not sure. My bad. So if, it, if I think it made the term I'm supposed to be using is Latinx. So if that's the case, my apologies there. Um, don't mean to offend. But nonetheless, what I'm saying is that, I, I mean, that's like you said, that's their Hollywood stereotype or their Hollywood standard. I'm hoping as we get further and further on um, and we start seeing more and more representation across that, that, you know, that space that we will start seeing more um, Afro-Latinos. And Latina is Latinx in there, but I don't know. We'll see. Because, I mean, Lin-Manuel recently was criticized for that as well when he did In the Heights. And there was hardly any, and it's like, In the Heights is literally supposed to be the Heights. Washington Heights is a neighborhood in New York. And there's tons of Afro-Latinos and Latinas running around there and in the heights rarely had any representation in there and he was criticized for that so i'm just i'm not surprised by it but I, i'm with you on i don't understand why it needed to be said yeah i just yeah that was weird it's fun. absolutely and then i feel like you know like your career has been so long like what the fuck I, yeah i don't get it what were you thinking yeah like, <laughs> why? If you get dark at this point, oh, the fuck will. Like, you probably won't stop being cast at this point. Yeah, exactly. Girl, my birthday twin, Jenna Jackson, 
is her documentary is set to premiere on the 28th on Lifetime. So this weekend, I'm excited for it. I have been excited since I saw the preview. I love me some Janet. Told you that's my birthday twin. I feel like we be vibing. We be vibing. Um, but what are your thoughts? I'm happy that it seems like she had a more hands-on, um, I guess, approach to it from what I've seen with Lifetime and how they kind of don't be doing the best. Um, so it does seem like she had more, I guess, control over telling her story. I'm excited for her. Like, I love Janet Jackson. I think she's very talented. She's beautiful. Um, she like low key. Um, I'm like, I'm just so happy because I saw that she um addressed the rumor where people saying, Oh, she got a mystery or baby by Elder Barge or whatever barge, whichever one. And she was like, I he wouldn't even let me keep a child from him. So, like her addressing those long standing rumors. Um, I did see that she was taking like a lot of criticism for her saying that you know, Michael Jackson talked about her weight and fat shamed her and people like, well, she has to keep that private. Yeah, negative. And I'm, a, you know, a fan of Michael's, but I feel like that's her story. That's part of her story. It's part of her journey. Um, and it plays a big part. Like when you have, especially you're surrounded by superstars and one of the biggest superstars of shit all time, to be honest, um, is your brother and you know, probably seen in like, oh, perfection and all this. And he's saying that about you. Like, I, I get it. Like, you know, people like, that's just what siblings do. I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Like me and my siblings, we check each other. But if we know that it's like a flaw and we're self-conscious about it, we don't dig in. So, I mean, it's her story. Like, I'm excited to see it. I, I don't know. I didn't give her flack for that. And I'm like, I'm a, Everybody didn't know, know, like, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. I, like, literally cried when he passed away. Um, but, I mean, that's his sister. That's his, her story. Like, exactly. I don't care. <laughs> and I honestly feel like if he was alive, he wouldn't be offended by it either. Like, I'm not sure why people are offended by it. Because, like you said, it's a part of her journey. And if you've watched, if you watched them before... Like when you've got to see some of the behind the scenes, they seem to have quite a banter amongst their family. Even as private as all of them are, they seem to have quite the a banter. You could tell they some black folks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't understand why people are surprised by that. Like one, why are y'all surprised that Michael was out here um, saying shit like that to his sister? And secondly, why are you surprised that one, she's sharing it, and two, that you don't. Again, it does have an impact you know what I mean even yeah. even though you know in your head that's my brother he playing around he kidding but it do have an impact I can I can speak from from that place because I do my older brother used to do stuff like that to me as well and so I can speak to that place in that yeah it do have an impact on you as you get older like you it, you how the outside world criticizes you as well so yeah I ain't mad at her for that. But other other than that, I'm like super excited. Like I said, since I saw the trailer and I saw it was coming, I've been excited for it because I'm, I love how Janet always kind of just does her own thing, says, hey, 
all y'all been talking all of this shit about me. Well, I'm going to give you the real in my own words from my own point of view. And like you said, she's addressing everything from the whole Elder Barge baby thing to the Justin Timberlake Super Bowl thing, which all y'all keep campaigning yeah. on. And she didn't told y'all up. And we already know what happened. Exactly. And she told y'all, I moved on. I'm done with it. Y'all stop bringing this shit up every other year. Y'all, y'all treat that shit just like y'all do with Tyra Banks in the whole um, America's Not Next Top Model shit. Every couple months, y'all bring that shit back up. And Janet was like, look, baby, I've been through with it. Top Model is different, though. <laughs> I'd be, so, be so tired of that whole Top Model thing. I'm, I don't know if I, if it's just me or, or what, but I'd be so... T- every couple of months, it's like we see the same... Somebody put a clip up about top modeling like i can't believe y'all let tyra get. and i'm just like i just don't understand every couple of like how many times can y'all hash this out y'all not gonna destroy tyra bank's legacy i'm sorry from this like yeah i mean y'all not gonna tyra did what tyra did as a model for years she broke a lot of barriers for years like in in top model is only like a small piece and not to say that everything that she did was right on that show, but from all of the people who we saw who've been successful from it, they've all kind of spoken out and said, hey, listen, one, it was a competition, so you shouldn't have been expecting to get paid. Only the winner was supposed to receive money, um, in which Eva said she received uh, like over $250,000, something like that, when she won. She said everybody else, she said they you did get food. She said there was a, also you got scale pay. And at the time it was low. Um, we've seen now scale is starting to rise. But shit, scale pay is still low regardless. And that was back in the early 2000s. So yeah. before people was actually demanding equal this and, and right this and that. Scale pay was low. And shit, scale pay is still pretty fucking low. If you talk to a lot of actors, like if you're getting paid on scale, that shit is still kind of fucking low. So, um, but nonetheless, like I said, most of the people who either won or had some six who used the show for what it was, a platform and and finagled that or hustled that into some type of success, they don't hold any negatives towards Tyra and have said that they don't understand why it continues to be brought up. But nonetheless, that was all off on a tangent, but it just, it just irks me every couple of months to keep seeing that shit pop up and i'm just like how many times y'all gonna fucking rehash this yep so like that's why i'm like i mean we watched it it's gone i don't know what else y'all really want us to do a tower to do like some of the makeover shit like i still like like shit was fun when they gave the dude the fake beer i don't care that shit <laughs> i don't care like i laugh lord <laughs> absolutely Back in the day, some of us, like I said, we all wa- used to watch it back in the day, and you know, now we can look back and say, Yeah, some of the shit might have been out of pocket, but at the end of the day, like that was the model industry, let's be real. And the model industry still out of pocket like that, that's just what it is. So, moving on, because that was completely off on a tangent, it was not <laughs> had anything to do with what we were talking about. So, let me go ahead and move on. So Cardi B, as we know, she had been embroiled in a court case with blogger, YouTuber Tasha K for defamation. And she not only did she take it to trial on the case, 
and has been awarded $3.8 million in damages from Tasha K. What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm happy for her. Um, not the biggest Cardi fan, but I feel like she tried um, because she did ask her, hey, you know, just take it down and apologize. And I think that was that was fair. Hey, I was wrong. I'm going to take this down. And I just really feel like no matter if you were right, just say, for example, she did have herpes. That's not your business to put out there. Like, I don't know why you got to be that scandalous and salacious. Like, why? Like, if you want to go and be like, oh, you know, this happened to her. But something like that, I feel like, no, um, I, you just shouldn't have said it. Um, I did see a clip where that, well, she responded. Tasha K was like, we'll fight this to the end. Ma'am, what else you finna do? Like, you finna do, you did it. You said it. You were wrong. No matter where you got your source from, you were wrong. And hopefully this just, like, kind of sets a precedent where you don't have to be that, you don't have to go that low. Like, I feel like that was low. Like, it's talking about people, children, and then that. that to me, that's, like, lowest fuck. So, I mean, I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad that she sued her. I'm not mad at the settlement. Because you had all the time to fix this back yeah. in 2019. So yeah. that's my yeah. facts. You she even she even issued Lady a cease and desist and said just chill. But no, you wanted to take it and continue to hold on to it. So shit. Pay pay her money and hopefully you could your platform could bounce back. I mean, they say her platform even during this case has grown. So despite even if if you know, we know that what she was saying wasn't truthful. People, for whatever reason, they find her entertaining and they'll probably still support her. So I, I you know what I mean? I don't. And uh, there's a lot of people saying that they feel like this is going to be the end of her because three point eight million is a lot. I will say this. It's a it ain't no scratch on the nose. Like it's it's a big settlement. But I also will say from what they say in terms of the followers that she has on YouTube, I mean, it's possible that she pulled that. That she that she got it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. From because yeah. y'all be sleeping on YouTubers. YouTubers do make a shit. Man, listen, because my girl Jackie, I don't know. I'm like, listen, okay. I, mean, I gotta get back yes. on this, of course. And she been at it ten years, so she. But yeah, she has a nice platform, and they said her. I don't watch her, um, but they said her like shows are full of ads, so she get her ads money. Yeah, so shit. So she might just have it. So I, you know, I just hope maybe she'll learn from it and stop trying. He said, stop trying to go so low with the shit. But I don't think she, like, and it's crazy because I like, I understand, you know, we got the stand culture, but then I feel like on the other side, it's her and people like her where they just dig in and it's like, what the, f- what is wrong with y'all? Like, I'm like, did Cardi take something from you personally? Because she has, like, her people where she just, like, she digs in. And she, when she did, she digs. Um, like, Nene, for example. I'm like, you don't know what this man told his wife about wanting her to move on when he passed away. You went in a household, a bedroom, nothing. But she, she digs. Yeah. 
like I said, hopefully she learned a little something and maybe she'll not go as low. Because if not, shit, press, like you said, it sets a precedent so somebody else may sue her ass. So we shall wait and see in terms of that. Let me see what else we got. I feel like I got another one in there. Yes. So we have one more hot topic this week. Kelly Price, she sat down with somebody. I'm not sure who it was. I hope it wasn't Vlad. I feel like it was Vlad because it's always Vlad. But um, she sat down with somebody and she was talking about Robert Kelly. What are your thoughts? I feel like with her, she should have just set that one out. Like, just not said nothing at all. Because... I feel like she was skirting on the side, almost a victim blaming um, when she was like, well, I've seen, you know, people, parents, you know, bring them back there. And you had people full of coming. This the reason why uh, their parents need to be charged and not rock. Who? What? Be like, there's always going to be shitty people, shitty parents. Um, we know that. So who's going to protect again? Who's going to protect these black girls, these black women? Um, and I think it goes to show again just how many people were fucking complicit, you know, on the same, well, on the different side of the token or whatever, just how many people were complicit. And it's not just the parents being like you as an artist, you like, well, what was I supposed to do? Well, shit, call the fucking police. The least they can do is like, okay, we got six complaints now. We need to open up an investigation. It, it's the very least you know what i'm saying like i just feel like it was almost her interview was like well what was i supposed to do an anonymous tip or something like damn you just like oh they bought they parents you know these girls back here and i'm just chilling so yeah okay i mean that's what i read into it too like that's i that's kind of how like when i was listening to it i was like so basically you're saying you saw that shit and didn't say nothing. Like, that's how I took it. I mean, I know a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are a whole on it. Well, the parents this, the parents that. But I just feel like, so all y'all people who saw this, who are saying, well, I saw parents do this and I saw parents. So what y'all saying is y'all saw it and just didn't say shit? Like, y'all didn't think to report it? Like, y'all didn't think when all those other charges were going on, when he was facing the trial the first time, you couldn't have wrote, raised your hand and spoke up and say, well, what I saw was, so this may, you know what I'm saying? to Because that, that may have played a factor into the case. Like, I, I don't understand. That's what I didn't understand with it. And I was like, I still feel like, just like with Jeffrey Epstein, like, I feel like he had a woman as a, recruit is such a I guess you could say recruiter I still feel like that like I don't feel like every young girl they parents just like oh yeah go I feel like there was a female that was in the middle like oh you know I'll take care of her I'll make sure you know this doesn't happen and I'm always gonna be there with her and boom like I still feel that way but like would kill it like I just didn't like the interview like I'm like sis you should just be quiet and focus maybe on your family issues along and just call it a day. Facts. It's just, I don't, that whole subject just turns me to, like, it turns my stomach because I just don't understand people like thought process at all. It was on video. That's what I don't be understanding when people be taking up for him. It was like, 
But man, it don't matter whether he did it one time or a million times. He did it. We know at least once. He was right. on video. And they crucified Sparkle's ass for that, by the way. Right. And she had to come, like, I saw an interview, I don't think we discussed it, like, I want to say it was in the past couple years, where she, you know, when it was like, you know, people vilify her for that and was shunned, because she spoke the truth. So I'm like, if she could have said something, why you didn't say nothing, just being honest, you saw her career go down. Yeah. That's what she should have said. That's what she honestly should have said. I feared for my career. That's all you, because let's be honest, like you said, Sparkle was vilified. We never heard from, in terms of music-wise, again, after that. She was never able to recover from that. So I think as an artist, Kelly probably was like, oh, no, I see that. Let me not, let me just sit this one out. Yeah. Or somebody else would say something like, no, if you saw it, you should have said something. Yeah. Exactly. Just a whole mess all the way around. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have this week for Hot Topics. Let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show. Alrighty. And well, my question was their relationship is not platonic. Um, but my question is, what is your favorite part of friendship? My favorite part of friendship, honestly, is the companionship. Like, it's just having someone who I can just sit and talk shit about. You know what I mean? Like, we could just sit and shoot through shit, you know? I could talk sports. I could talk nerd shit. I could talk whatever, school, personal issues, whatever, and not be judged, not, you know, not have, I don't don't know what you what you call it like I, I i feel like not being judged is so like yeah but that essentially that's what i mean where you could just really just talk to them and they're still going to give you good feedback they still going to give you your opinions if you want them or if you ask them to they'll still be a friend in that way um but they not going to be like oh man you a dumb bitch or you know that type of shit or now nah, you acting ho- or you being hoish or you a hoe or something like they not gonna be harsh and judgmental and ugly about it or whatever yeah. like that. I just enjoy the companionship. You know, people you can travel with, people you just click with, um, you can go to brunch with, who you take care of. Um, like I said, one of the best things. That's why I loved the, the show Insecure because I felt like it was truly a love story of their French more than it was about the romantic relationships and all of that it was really a love story about those four um women and their friendship and I love shit like that because I really feel like in real life as women that is something that we need we need our tribes man our tribes are so important because those are our cheerleaders those are our um those are our you know support systems those are our Sometimes they help with our kids. If we have them, they can help with our marriages. They are our shoulder to lean on and cry on. There are our travel buddies. Like sometimes they could be security because I didn't have to play security for a couple of people. I didn't been top flight security <laughs> a few times. So I mean, it's just I that's that's it's the companionship for me. What about you? Say for me, it's like the love and the warmth of like just being around people that 
like love you and you love them like immensely. Like I can't imagine my life without my friends. Like they just get me. And I know like when we think about zodiac signs, we always think about like the companionship with male or female or just like romantic relationships. What I have found for me, like with the zodiac signs, like I vibe my friends are like, this is my zodiac. Like I cannot date male Taurus. Like my best friend, male Taurus, like Taurus. Like we work and it just it works. Like I'm cool with females, you know, women. Females such harsh work. Women that are Capricorns, like we click and that's just, you know. That's the end of it is we just keep going as friends. So I definitely like just, I don't know, like my my tribe or my friend circle is just like, I'm like, oh, I'm not having a good day or this happened. And they're like, oh, well, what do you need me to do? Or what do you want from me? Or I'm just praying for you. Or, I'm here for you. I'm listening. Like if I don't even need anything, like I'm just listening or like when I had the baby and one of my friends like, you could just come over here and just having that moment of like being a new mom. I hadn't had like hot food. Like that's one of the things that you don't really think about is like, bro, I have not had like a hot, like when it comes out of the grease or out of the oven and you just sit down and eat like you normally would. I hadn't had that in like a month or two. So just being like one of my friends, she like, I got the baby, you eat. And it's like hot food. Like, there's just like some of the things that, you know, friends do and have do, or you going traveling, or like me and Janelle was in New Orleans, and this dude was freaking harassing me. <laughs> and she was like, you move, move. And I was like, thank you. Cause I'm like, okay, could you please stop. And I'm trying to like pull my hand. And you don't want to be like super abrasive that cause you like, this dude looks weird. And, but yeah, you, I was like, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. Top flight security. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. All right. So that is all we have for relationships this week. I know it's been pretty short. Next week, I think I'll bring y'all a review of a dating app or something that I'll try. I feel like Facebook dating app. Huh? And some weird ones from Facebook dating. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've done some weird, some weird shit. I tried a new dating app, so I will. I think that's what I'll bring next week. My experience on the new dating app that I gave a try. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and jump into new books, TV, movies, reviews, anything that you just want to get off your chest. What you got this week? So I started, I'm not finished. I'm probably like three or four episodes in on Harlem. So far, I love it. I'm so excited. Um, I just haven't got the time to actually go back to work and everything. But um, definitely love it. Love the storylines. Um, I love Taylor Lipley. I think he is just so attractive to me. And he likes and I don't even like likes me to do anywho. Um <laughs> Like, I like, like I said, the storylines, um, the realness of it as well. Um, you know, like the frame with the horrible dating stories. It's like, oh, this could have been me or this was me. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, I definitely, like, definitely enjoyed it so far. I like 
love the diversity of their crew too. Like it's there's all they're like they seem so different in terms of what they do, but they just fit together as like yeah. this is this crew, and I love them as as a group. What do you think about the criticisms from some of the males out there <clears throat> in terms of the show and and its depiction of the men? I mean, but that's and I, I hate like. It's always like, oh, well, why are you know men shown in this life? Like, but this is our true story. Like, dating is it's horrible. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna knock it and say, but like, you you literally have to sift through, sift through, sift through. And I'm like, you gotta understand, you're meeting people that are not yet healed, um, that want to chill that don't want to pay for dates, that want you to come over their house or you want to come over their house. I'm like, but it's always like that. I even feel like, you know, this is not going off on tension for a bit, but like with um, Four Colored Girls, it was like the same criticism. Like, well, why are men dep- depicted this way? These are our true life stories. Like, you, no one is fantasizing or making this up or to make you look bad. These are our stories. We don't go from you know, girl to woman and we meet our knight in China and armor and that's it. That's not our story. For most of us, it's like you date, you run into men that are, that you just can't fucking believe. Like, you literally got to get on the phone and call your friend and be like, I'm just going to be honest. Be like, bitch, let me tell you this. Because <laughs> like, I can't make it up. Like it goes on it, and I know like Facebook had a thread like, "What's the brokest shit a man ever done around you?" And you read, and it's literally full of black women and giving our stories. And it's like these are the things that we go through with dating, that we go through with trying to find our one person. So I, I just don't get the criticism. I'm like, and y'all get on here and complain about women and all this shit. So I, I don't understand. Like if y'all were to tell y'all true story. It's not going to look linear, like, oh, or perfect. This is what I want to you. You had to go through some women as well. Y'all experience might be more pleasant. Just say that. But yeah. I mean, were you were you at all taken aback or offended by the scene with Megan Good and the guy with uh, when he put his legs up and asked her to eat his booty? Listen, when I saw that, I was like, this nigga is out of his fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't I offensive, right? been, it wasn't offensive but i feel like this for the discussion that you have beforehand like <laughs> yes sir don't come to my house and lift your legs up like a newborn don't do that like no like i part like i wasn't offended if that's your thing that's your thing but i feel like that's one of those things you need to discuss right but like in 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 the story as a whole because that was some of the criticism that we saw was that they were trying to per usual as the hotep say they were trying to emasculate black men and they use that as kind of the screenshot of the whole at to represent the whole series and i'm like but that was like five seconds maybe in the whole fucking show so i don't know I, just, I didn't get it from that. Like, and I feel like 
even if that's something that a man wants, it doesn't make this crazy to me. Like what makes you gay for me is you engaging in sex with the same sex. If it's you and a woman in a bed and that's what you're doing, how does that make you gay? Like that's weird as hell to me. And like, I, I don't know. Like I said, the only thing for me personally, I feel like that's a discussion that you should have beforehand before you get to my bedroom and lift your legs up like that because I follow it around. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're scaring me at this point. So, but yeah, the whole, I just hate that like everything is, oh, we're trying to, you know, emasculate me. It's like, no, honey, like, if you're enjoying it with a woman, what's the issue? Facts. Facts, facts, and more facts. All right, so I am um, on my end. I did watch Archive 81 on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen that pop up on your Netflix feed or not yet. Um, it's basically a sh- an occult movie. Well, it's based around an occult. Um, there's this black dude and he like restores videotapes or and things of that nature, old tapes or whatever. And uh, his friend is a podcaster. Love it. And he his podcast is based on like occult stuff. And the black dude doesn't really believe in that and all of that. He's drawn into basically pulled into some occult stuff because some guy asked him to restore some tapes. He finds out his father was part of it and and blotty, 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 blah. Um, I'm not going to give you the full whole synopsis of the show or rundown. I may write a view, review of it on the blog, a full kind of give more of a breakdown. But spoiler, at the end of the movie, the black, the white girl who was trapped in the other space or the other type universe, I don't know. The black dude and her, the black dude ends up going in there to save her and he ends up getting trapped in there. Nonetheless, I feel like I watched the show. It's a series. I'm, I'm wondering if Netflix is going to give it a second season, depending, I guess, depending on how popular it is. But with Netflix, they always cancel shit after one season. But if they do give it a second season, they will have to explain to me after watching, because even after you watch the whole show, you will have to explain to me, one, why the fuck this black man felt so inclined to go in there to this other place to chase after that white woman. And two, why the hell he ended up having to get trapped in there for her? Like, I don't understand. That shit pissed me off. I'm sorry. It pissed me off. So, (laughs) nonetheless, I mean, if you like occult stuff, like, it's not scary at all, by the way. It's not, like, scary occult stuff. I I don't know if maybe they were, it's just really like occult stuff. Like they sat human sacrifice, chanting shit. Like it's, it's weird in that nature, but it's not scary. But I mean, it's, it, it, it'll hold your interest. Like I watched it in the beginning. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I, it held my interest to the whole thing until I got to the end. And like I said, it pissed me off. So I would say, give it a check out. If you're into that stuff. Now, some people aren't really into occult stuff. Like if you don't like stuff with, like human sacrificing or shit like that. Like there is only one human sacrifice in the whole thing. And it's really like, you don't really, you barely see it. Like it's super quick, but it ain't like gory or nothing like that. So it's more like weird. I will say it's more of a weird show than anything else. 
but so yeah i would say maybe give it a try it just depends on what you're into anything else in for you on new books movies tv anything like that nothing else for me all right so let's go ahead and we actually forgot there i want to do a quick run back um this is before we jump into the missing and the nerd moments of the week um i want to address um from one of our previous videos year of reckoning we had a hot topic about the trey songs allegations and um we did get a comment on our youtube video and i want to read that and i'm going to give um Fall give Ch Fallon a chance to give her response and i'll give mine as well so sylvia's vision first and foremost thank you for listening and as well as thank you for commenting she wrote, what makes people think Kiki Palmer and Dylan G are not acting for clout opportunities, suffer from delusion, mentally, or money going after Trey songs? Even Disney apologized to Johnny Depp, almost losing his reputation because people believed his ex-wife Amber Heard because she could act and is a woman. She utilized going against his character as well as his drinking problem. As for the rest of the accusers, have you seen who they were, really? Just because Trey is wild, that is different than accusing this man of X, Y, and Z. For real, Trey should sue Kiki for defamation because that is when these ideas from other opportunists came about. We have to protect the women, yet, so the men inaccurately accused. This isn't some funny gossip for views going after him. So what, are you, what is your response to that? Or what are your thoughts, Fallon? My thoughts are, I agree. It's not something funny or it should be addressed in a joking manner. However, I feel like with Kiki, what is she clout chasing? Like her career is longer than Trey Song. Like, and she didn't accuse him of assault. It was intimidation. And I, I don't, I guess from the statement that I'm having when she's saying the other accusers, did you look at them? What look like, I don't understand. Like, are you saying that they're not attractive? Because, I mean, we know that with rape, sexual assault, that doesn't play into that. Like, some people may go for attractive women, but that doesn't necessarily play into that. I do think, and I still stand by it, whether it's smoke, there's fire. We've seen it time and time through history where these men get, you know, 40, 50, or somebody else comes out and say something that's like, oh, well, I experienced the same thing with him. So it is a precedent out there. Trey has not spoken up and said anything. Even with the rape accusation, I'm like, he had, you know, the thing with Kiki Palmer, I think that was 2018, 17, somewhere in there. I'm like, he still said nothing, which if you're going to sue, you know, by all means, sue or say, you know, she's wrong or this is what it was. He hasn't. I'm like, so, and not saying that he's guilty. Everything is allegedly. Um, but I'm not going to ever say I don't believe a victim. Like, I'm not until there is other evidence. And especially with Trey Songs, I don't think him and Johnny Depp's situation, you can compare. You had one accusation against, you know, it's his ex-wife and all of that. And then you have Trey Songs. Like, those are two different things. You had one, and then you got a slew. So I don't think that there's a comparison that can be drawn from that. 
I mean, we'll see where it goes. Um, I do, you know, I did notice that the basketball player, she did come out with a, you know, a full statement, I guess you can say. So it's just going to, you know, I guess at this point, see where it goes. But I mean, that's my take on it. Yeah. And so for my end, I would like to say in, in response to that, first and foremost, I don't think that when we do this show and we talk hot topics, even though subjects like that tend to be in our hot topic space where we may have some funny moments or funny segments. I think that when we talk about uh, particular subjects like that, we try to handle them with as much care as we can. I don't feel like we treat them as laughing matters. We, you know, we're pretty serious about those topics because again, we don't feel that they are something to be gossiped about or laughed about. Those accusations are serious. They're real both of us as black women, we've kind of, we went through our own things and we know what it is to, to not have our voices heard. So we would never want to downplay those type of situations um, for the victims or for those accused. That being said, we're also not going to shy away from topics just because they're uncomfortable. Um, That's not something we're going to do on this show. That's not what we're about on this show. We're about speaking about things that impact black women, black children, black folks in general, and that this is something that goes on within our community. And this is a topic that was being discussed um, within our community. I feel we handled it with as much care as we could. Um, We presented as much um, that as there was to present at the time. And we'll continue to do that as it goes on. But to say that we should just shy away from it or just kind of write it off just because supposedly the the accusers may be looking for clout or whatnot. I I I that's not something that we'll do on this show and it's not something that you know what I mean? Like we're just not going to shy away from those topics just because they're uncomfortable. In regards to the whole thing with with Trey, um I as we said, we it is alleged um, everything is allegedly. Um, we're not accusing him of anything because, again, we don't know. All we know is what's being alleged against him. And as we have stated, this isn't the first allegation against him. There has been multiple allegations against him from separate different women um, on several several different occasions. Um, we did see him. He did do that Breakfast Club interview where he addressed the whole Kiki Palmer thing, but he kind of went around it in such a weird way. Um, and as you said, Kiki did not accuse him of any type of assault. She accused him of intimidation. Also, um, with the Dylan thing, there was supposedly there was supposedly a statement floating about um, that said from his people that said that he will take, uh, he will take, have his day in court or he'll take it up in court or whatnot like that. So again, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out, but I, I I don't feel like it is a topic that we should shy away from, or we shouldn't talk about just because it's Trey songs. I think that that is more reason to amplify and talk about it because we have seen too many instances of these powerful people who, for years and years and years and years and years kind of do these things. And then years later, it kind of blows up and everybody's saying, well, wow, what happened? How could this have been prevented? Well, it could have been prevented if people spoke up about it, if people talked about it. So 
that's what we're going to continue to do here on the show. We do hope you guys continue to listen and, and you know, speak your piece about it respectfully and, um, you know, have healthy conversations about it. But I, I know for a fact that for me, and I think, and you know, I don't want to speak for you, Fallon, but I think on your end as well, you just, I, we're just not going to just shut up about stuff just because. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sorry, well, I kind of, I guess, misconstrued the statement. I don't think that we were ever laughing about sexual assault, I want to say. Well, I'm, I'm just going to stand out there like it's, we don't, so I don't know why, like, yeah, I don't know. And I just, and it's I, I like Trey songs, and I know it's coming from the point of, oh, he handsome, he doesn't have to do it. I'm like, did we not learn anything with Darren Sharper? Like the football player, very attractive dude, and yet he was still a serial rapist. So I don't, but right. yeah, yeah. So, so exactly. You know, again, we like I said, we we know that the accusations are just that accusations. Everything is alleged, as we have said multiple times, because we are not trying to get sued over here. Um, whenever we talk about topics like this, we always make sure to let you guys know that it is alleged. It's allegedly. Um, and, and we'll, we always say, we'll wait and see till there is a day in court and a response to that. And, you know, if there's a day in court and if there's a response to that, because we don't know, um, the young lady Dylan, when she posted it on there, she didn't even say in her statement, she said she'll, she's trying to figure out what her next moves will be. If it'll be for, you know, go to court or not. Um, we'll see. I don't know. But again, we're just not going to shy away from the topic just because it's, uncomfortable or because it's Trey songs like I mean Fallon even told told you what on the last show that you are you're a fan of Trey like we ain't trying to tear Trey down but shit if if it turns out that this is the truth then it's what it is it is what it is like like you said just because he can sing well or because he's handsome or anything like that doesn't doesn't make if 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 those things are true doesn't make it okay yeah so yeah that's our little piece in terms of that um but nonetheless thank you guys for listening and commenting um continue to do that because again we do want to continue to spark healthy conversations and discussions that being said let us go ahead and move into your missing person of the week Fallon. so my missing person of the week um her name is anastasia duke um, she disappeared in California um, in June 2021. And I'm trying to find like kind of like older um, cases as well. Um, but this, I guess, yeah. So she was last seen in Citrus Heights, California in Sacramento County. There are like a few Facebook groups that have shared her missing person flyer. She has not been seen since. Of course, no news coverage far as like the media, you know, television, newspaper, nothing. They don't know the specifics around like her disappearance, whether she left in a car or something like that. They don't know. So everything is just like she just vanished, which is kind of sucky. And we always highlight that when it comes to Black women, Black girls, um, women of color, that we just go missing. And it's no media coverage where, the, you know, it's a, our counterpart of another race. It's like all this media coverage, frenzy to find them within 48 hours. If they just vanish, we know 
You know, it was a van that pulled up um, with her. There's nothing. Um, she's not listed as in danger or at risk or anything. Um, at the time of her disappearance, she was five feet, seven inches, 180 pounds, brown hair, brown eyes. She was in dark gray leggings and gray shoes. Um, she does have a nose piercing and a mole on her cheek. Um, again, my apologies. I will definitely have before the end of this week, um, her picture posted as well as the other two, um, the young girl and the older woman as well. Absolutely. All right. Anything else to add to that? Nothing else on my end. All right. So last but not least, I'm going to jump into my favorite part of the show, which is the nerd moment of the week. So I got a couple of things this week to present to you guys out there. So Moon Knight, it's the newest show on Disney Plus in the Marvel verse. It's set to premiere on March 30th. The trailer is out now, so go ahead and check it out. Um, it's already got the highest kind of social engagements or views and everything of all of the it surpassed falcon in the winter soldier i think by like a hundred thousand or so so it's already um pretty far up there in terms of the views of the trailer so you guys seem to be pretty excited for the show so again it's set to premiere on march 30th so be prepared for that um as i guys as i told you guys and as you guys know i do have the review of the expanse season six um, the final season up on the website. And I also did a little small review here on the podcast. It was just announced that Telltale is coming out with the Expanse series, the pre a prequel video game. So it's a prequel to the series and they're going to be releasing that um, at a later date. There is a trailer out for that now, but there has been no release date yet for the video game. So You'll be, you know, obviously that'll come some at some point. And if I see it pop up, then I'll let you know what the release date is on that. Um, also, for all of you Call of Duty fans out there, I know a lot of folks, a lot of us were worried after we saw that big news that Microsoft bought Activision out. Um, so Activision is now part of Microsoft. But Activision has announced that they will honor their um, previous releases in that the next three Call of Duty games will be available on both Xbox and PlayStation. Now after those three, yeah, who knows, more than likely, I'm going to I'm gonna go on a limb and say more than likely it'll probably skew that they will only be available on Xbox because again, Xbox is owned by Microsoft, so yeah, PlayStation might be out in the cold, but for now the next three Call of Duty games will be on both Xbox and PlayStation. So that's good news for all the Call of Duty fans out there. Also, Uncharted, um, the movie, it's scheduled to be released on February 18th. They just released some new promo recently. Probably the, I would say based on t the today's date, it's probably the last round of promo that you'll see before we start seeing like the this kind of sit down interviews and everything up to the release date with the actors and actresses in the film. But um, so for those who are fans of the video game, the movie is set to be released on February 18th. So be on the lookout for that. Also on the CW Arrowverse side, The Flash has released a new trailer for its upcoming season eight. As you know, 
we had the first five episodes of the season um, that were in that whole Armageddon um, Armageddon uh, crossover event thingy earlier. And then it took a big break. And then The Flash will return back again in March. And it actually will be on a new night. So it's moving from Tuesday nights to Wednesday nights. And I believe it's also switching times. It was uh, coming on at 8, 7 Central. And I believe now it will be coming on at 9, 8 Central. So it'll be also push back in time so hopefully it with it being on a new day in time because we saw when arrow did that move that was one signaling that it was getting ready to gear up towards ending but also we saw that they were allowing them to do a little bit more edgier content in terms of the show so maybe they're going to allow the flash to not be such watered down family-ish version i don't know and start to give you a little bit more content like they're adults on the show so yeah instead of like teenage kids but they're actually grown adults on that show so we shall see um lastly in marvel news as well if you guys remember the marvel schedule two shows that were listed on their secret invasion in season two of what if um they were listed on the schedule to be released this year in 2022 but Marvel has re-released the schedule and both of those shows are now no longer included on the schedule. So I don't know if that, I doubt that means a cancelization because I still think with Secret Invasion, um, Samuel L. Jackson is still reportedly, you know, been a part of that and everything like that. And in terms of what if um, season one was really popular. So I don't see that them not bringing it back for season two. It just looks like maybe it, it's been a pushback probably due to COVID and all of those reasons that a lot of shows have kind of been seeing pushbacks, but we'll, we'll see what kind of happens there in that space. And yeah, that is it uh, for the nerd moment of the week. Per usual, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to our show. You can always go and visit our website, pretty nerds podcast. And again, that's nerds with the Z Dot com. You can go visit the website. We have things up there on the blog. We'll have Fallon's Missing uh, Persons will be added up there as well. Um, and all of it, we have our, you know, recaps from our show. So you can go and listen to the show from the website um, or any of your favorite podcast sites. All right. Anything else on your end, Fallon DM? Nothing else for me. All right. So per usual, thank you guys. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. Good night, guys. <laughs>